Hello everyone. Uh, we just had a lot of fun uh, making that podcast with, with Judy Campisi from, from the Buck Institute. And uh, I, I thought she was terrific. I learned tons. And particularly the nuances around sellers in essence and the approaches to, 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 to maybe changing the fate of these cells in the body. Uh, as you know, between episodes, we got a chance to talk to Stella, our amazing editor. Uh, Stella has a PhD in pharmacogenomics from UCSF, and uh, she's a bit of a nomad. I think she was in Africa last time we talked. Are you still there, Stella? Yes, I'm still here. I'm still in Kenya. And how are things there? Things are going well. I went on my first ever safari here, uh, but I will tell you more about that later. Okay, terrific. So... Um, one of the things that came out for me from that podcast was really um, how, you know, a, a scientist like Judy is is able to change the way that she thinks going forward. You know, she's not stuck in ideas that she was, uh, you know, developing 10 years ago, but is really mm-hmm. drilling down on the nuances of the process of cellular senescence. And, and realizing that we need multiple approaches if it comes to therapies. Yes, exactly. And I found it really interesting when Judy talked about senolytics or senomorphic drugs. Yeah, and you know, I, I think this is partly based on the fact that it, it's not obvious that simply getting rid of senescent cells is always going to be the best way to go. Um, if you think about these cells in the brain, for example, um, you know, loss of cells is, is never, never that good in the brain. And, and synolytic cells may have some beneficial effects that simply deleting them isn't necessarily going to be good. But if you can modify the function of those cells um, to be less destructive, then that would be fantastic. And hence the whole idea of synomorphic drugs. That's interesting. So it's better to just change them rather than, I guess, blocking, destroying them. It could be, and I think this is why there's so many companies have sprung up around senescence, is that there are there are really multiple ways that we can think about approaching this problem. It's not simply always going to be the case that simply eliminating these cells is going to be the best way to go. That's super interesting. And, you know, another thing that I really wanted to ask about from this episode was uh, you talk a lot about senescence and the importance and, you know, how it works in the body. But I really want to know more about what I like to call senescence's evil twin, apoptosis. So how is apoptosis chosen over senescence and how does an organ- organism know how to you know, go through these processes? How does it relate to us? Oh boy, I wish we knew the answer to those questions, Stella. <laughs> um, this is all around the whole idea of cell fate, right? How do cells decide or how are cells pushed into becoming certain types of cells? And Evil twin is, you know, yeah, I know what you're saying, you know, because it is evil in the sense that apoptosis is a loss of cells and in various disease states, apoptosis is, is part of that. But also at the same time, it's super important, right? I mean, we wouldn't have fingers if it wasn't for apoptosis. It's really important during development that, that, that cells die uh, to produce a, a healthy animal. Um, but this is a programmed process and it's very conserved all the way from worms up to, to humans. And and the, the connections between apoptosis and there's different types of apoptosis and cellular senescence and the different fates that cells can go through is, is really the frontier right now. It's really what we, we need to understand because when we go in to intervene, we want to be intervening in a way where we hit it right. 
We don't want to be in, inducing something that actually has been, you know, a loss of cells that are actually beneficial, for example. So super question, Stella, and um, I hope maybe in a future podcast we can explore that. Awesome. So, Gordon, tell us who we're talking to next. Well, next up is Rhonda Patrick, um, who's an amazing podcaster herself and a phenomenal communicator of the science of aging. So I'm really looking forward to seeing her on the other side of the microphone. Cool. Can't wait. 